So if you were going to ask me for a list of tools available to you during your recruiting process, that list might sound something like this. Emails, highlight videos, texts, phone calls, huddle, sports recruits, and yes, even social media. How can you use social media as a recruiting tool? Well, it starts off with a long list of things that you should be doing. This list includes the type of content you should be posting, how to integrate some of the other recruiting tools, ways of interacting with the community you create, who you fill your feed with, and the details you have listed in your profile. But it also includes a list of very important things that you should not be doing that can actually hurt your recruiting process and derail it before it ever gets started. Today, we're going to take on that list and help you better utilize your social media accounts, specifically talking about your Instagram to help make you more visible to college recruiters. We even touch on how to build a foundation that makes it easier for future name, image, and likeness opportunities to happen for you down the road. This is Down the Line, and my name is Brett Sikora. I've been coaching volleyball for 20 years at every level possible, from the college level to high school and club and even middle school. I am the recruiting director for Tribe Volleyball, and I have helped over 100 athletes achieve their goal of playing volleyball in college. The recruiting process is fairly complex, and each recruiting journey is unique. I use my experience, combined with advice from college volleyball players, even college coaches and recruiting experts to help you navigate your recruiting journey. My goal is to provide you with actionable items to help make your journey a more efficient process. I hope you stick around to the end of the episode to hear more about the steps you can take towards making your goal of playing volleyball in college a reality. Look, getting into college is stressful for everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a student, a student athlete, or a parent trying to help navigate a landscape that has changed so much since you yourself went through this process. And whether you're getting your recruiter to play sports in college or not, Having someone walk you through the admissions process from start to finish is extremely important. I'm very excited to announce that we are forming a partnership with Your College Contact. Who is College Contact? Well, they are a technology platform that connects high school students with college undergraduates for more affordable and accessible college admission advising. Translation, your student gets to meet with a current college student at their favorite university. Once you set up an initial meeting with them, they will match your high schooler to a college student based on your preferences. This college student will mentor and advise your high schooler through the entire process. From forming a college list, to brainstorming and writing college essays, to applying for scholarships and financial aid. The best part? It's extremely affordable. And use our special discount code to receive 20% off all services. Just use the code TRIBE20, that's T-R-I-B-E-2-0, at checkout to receive the discount. For more information, check the link in the description below. Now, back to today's episode. Like most student-athletes, you're using social media as a part of your recruiting process. But chances are, you are not doing all the steps necessary to truly have it be something that helps you gain attention and interest. For today's episode, I did research for finding the best practice in terms of growing your audience and gaining more on Instagram. And I also consulted with our, our own tribe social media expert, Alex Koganauer. So today... We're talking about how to optimize your profile as a way that helps you gain interest and views from potential college coaches. But before we go, I'm going to give a little disclaimer. All of this is simply a tool. In one of his blog posts, Jason Bibler talks about more than a hammer. And what he means is 
this is a tool. And just like in building a house, you're going to need more tools than just a hammer. So what you need is a blueprint. And your recruiting process is something where you need a good blueprint. And you need a tool. You need to know how to use the tools correctly. Because even if you have the right tools, but you're not using them right, like for example, if you're sending emails, but you're not sending the right kind of emails or saying the right things, it's not something that's helping you. So needing the good blueprint and needing more tools to help yourself the recruiting process is what our goal is with this episode. Two college coaches standing on the sideline of your match, watching you play because you sent an email letting them know that you were interested and then they came to evaluate you has infinitely more value than 20,000 likes or 20,000 views on Instagram. Because ultimately, how many of those are going to be colleges that are interested in you? Or with that broad spray and pray, how many of those are actually schools that you're interested in? Right? So today, we're going to go through how to optimize your social media account to make it a better utilized tool in your recruiting process. Let's go. All right, so the first thing you're going to do is we're going to start with optimizing your individual profile. You're going to need your name, your grad year, and your position you play in bold. Also in your profile, you're going to need to have your club team name, jersey number, and your height. And then include a link to your recruiting video, whether that be on Huddle or YouTube, in the bottom. So we would start with a good, clean photo of you and your jersey. And it doesn't have to be professionally taken, but just needs a clear chest shot with all of your information in the caption. Make sure you have a larger picture, aside from maybe the small default photo, that could be helpful in IDing in a video or even in person if your jersey number isn't always visible. And then include a handle of your personal account. It's okay if it's set to private, especially if you don't have a fully optimized volleyball account yet. But the number one most important thing about your social media profile that most girls don't think about, even if your profile is private, or the message you're sending is a DM, your videos and photos can still get out to the public eye. That goes for TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, anything. It doesn't matter if the picture or video disappears after 24 hours or 24 seconds. If it goes on the internet, people can see it, find it, screenshot it, and pass it along. If you wouldn't want your teachers, grandparents, parents, and in this instant, potential college coaches or anyone you respect to seeing a TikTok or a Snapchat you've made, don't make it, don't post it, don't send it. It's not worth it. Number two, you're going to post videos that are somewhere between six and 30 seconds long. Don't make your videos too long because attention is lost so easily on social media. Here's some tips. Use the vertical format whenever possible. In your highlight, use clean music and then zoom in for greater engagements. Any film that you put online, ensure there's good lighting and it's from a good angle. If there's anything about the visibility that's questionable or lacks full visibility about you and your action that you're taking, I wouldn't include it. The grainy videos especially are hard to watch and will most likely get overlooked. And another thing is you can rename the audio to include keywords. Like imagine we're thinking about SEO here. And it includes your name, position, grad year, and maybe the type of highlight that's in that given play. This makes it searchable for when people are looking for different things that might include something awesome that you did. Number three, stay consistent and post frequently. Use reels, pictures, and stories. 
social media is a long exposure strategy. It's not going to be something where you achieve overnight success. Even viral videos gain their views over weeks and months long after the original content has been posted. So if it's something where you post something and you don't get immediate responses, that's fine. Leave it. Don't delete it. Because as people come to you and come to your profile, they will search and will find other things on your profile that they want to learn about you. Try to post at least once a day. And then updating on how you're playing and performing throughout the season is huge. Post a video with the ranking of a team came in in a tournament. If it was a high ranking, um, like if you finished top 10 or something in a given division, include that. Post updates on stats, captions of videos. Make sure that you're highlighting everything you can about the growth of your process. And every time you receive mention in a paper or a website article, screenshot it. Post a quick summary of what the award was in the caption and then provide a link to the article. So this way you're providing highlights and value in your profile, in your posts that kind of show those awards and the growth that you're having. Because again, it's not necessarily about how good you are right now. It's progress and growth. And will you be able to contribute at the college level? And that's the growth and process that they're trying to figure out. And your account shouldn't be just volleyball. If you have photo or video of you doing a workout, you playing beach volleyball, you do something that can tie back to development, show your work ethic, and you as an all-around athlete, that should be considered as promotion and something for your branding. Building your personal brand should be something about preparing for you what you want to be and what you want to become. These posts aren't necessarily for your friends. They're for the opportunity that you want to create. And stay true to yourself. Post about your whole life, not just volleyball. Number four, follow the people that you are interested in. Follow all the college volleyball accounts that you're interested. Remember, we want to cast a wide net. Find and follow the accounts of a few players on the team. That way you can get an insight into things that they do for your information, but as well as be targeted for other people that might be, you know, doing the same sort of thing. If you have a chance, follow any coaches' personal accounts if you're able to find them and follow them. And understand that not all volleyball accounts on social media are run by the volleyball coaching staff. Sometimes they are managed by someone in the sports marketing department. So having somebody follow you doesn't mean a coach is interested. It might not even be the coach. And if you want coaches to see you, follow the coaches as well. Here's another thing. Follow volleyball promotional accounts, the content creators, recruiting experts, because this gives you an opportunity to have a audience and be a part of a community that has volleyball coaches and volleyball people in there. You're going to be exposed to and interacting with people who are similar to you or have similar interests. So the bigger circle that you have that are volleyball related, the better chance you have of coming in contact with college coaches, which that's what this whole thing is about anyway. Number five, be an active participant in the things that the different volleyball coaches and volleyball accounts that you follow and that they post. This will help increase your name recognition by commenting. And we're not talking just like, hey, you post a fire emoji, but ask questions on the post. Take time to write meaningful insights and comments that shows the coaching staff that you're interested in them and that you're not just promoting yourself. 
by having different interactions with the account. This tells the Instagram algorithm to help promote your posts to more of these types of accounts. So if you're interacting with colleges and college coaches, getting promoted to more of those type accounts helps increase your engagement and your opportunity to be in front of people who could potentially be a good fit for you. Number six, this is a very important one. You need to build a community on your Instagram. This means interacting with other athletes who are looking to play at the college level. They are on a very similar journey as you. Interact with athletes who are currently playing at the college level. They are further along the journey, but they're on the same journey that you are. They once were in your position and you want to be where they are, they can offer guidance. And what does guidance mean? Asking them questions? Sure, possibly. But it also means you can take a look through their social media, through their videos that they post to gain kind of behind the scenes access. So if you're on a conversation with a college coach, and you say, hey, what's your locker room like? Well, there's a good chance if you follow some players on the team, you could have already have seen what the inside of the locker room looks like, especially come like August when they're doing all of these Christmas in August, Christmas in July, when the players are getting all their awesome gear for the year, this is a great time to kind of see that. So you have that question answered about an individual program before you ever get on the phone call with the college coach or before you ever step foot on a college campus. Interact with other athletes' posts and support them whenever you can. Then they will hopefully support you when they can. And when you interact, don't just interact with girls on your team and girls at your club, but find girls who have played for your club before who are either still in college or have graduated and are now on to their professional life. They also have been in your shoes, your specific shoes as a member of your club, and they can give you incredible insight. Also, interact with players who you meet at tournaments, camps, and other events. Not only is it more fun, but it helps you in terms of being promoted to potential college coaches. Interact with younger players who follow you and look up to you. Inspire and lead the little ones. Just like you are following in the footsteps of those who came before you, you can have an impact far beyond those who you are on the court with now. And be aware what other people comment on your photos. Make sure you have no foul language or inappropriate emojis and comments. You don't want your company reflecting poorly on you. And be aware of what other people are tagging you in. It can still show up on your profile even though you don't post it and it can be found. Every year when college coaches are doing their research for whether or not an athlete is a potential good fit for their program, most of the time the conversations that we have on the phone is not about their level of volleyball. It's not about their skill. It's about their personal life, their work ethic, and potentially sometimes things that come up on social media. There have been athletes in the past at other clubs and even at our club that have either lost opportunities or have almost had opportunities taken away from them because of things that they've had posted on their social media in the past, right? If it's not a good look, best bet is don't post it. And two, if you're just now thinking about this or hearing this, it's okay to go through your social media and do a purge of things that aren't a good look or aren't something that you want everybody to see now that you might be coming to an age where it's a more of a spotlight posted on these things and clean it up. Yes, it's there. It could be there forever. But if you can make it harder for people to find, then you're really putting yourself in a better light. You're creating this highly curated picture of yourself, self, your authentic self, because that's going to be what 
people want to see. That's going to be what gives you the opportunity because once you get to college, you're going to have more exposure. You're going to be a public figure now. So there's going to be people that follow you that didn't before or you might not have thought of at this point. So making sure that you're able to just continue with something and not having to start from scratch or not having to completely wipe or change everything, it allows you to kind of build momentum and build an audience, build a community that helps you through the recruiting process. And once you get to college and beyond, right, because this isn't just about getting to college. This is a recruiting tool and also helping build your personal brand that allows you to be successful in the very near future. Number seven, respond in a way to other people that increases engagement. So when somebody responds to a comment on your post, don't just like, don't just reply with a fire emoji. Like ask a question. Like for example, if they make a comment on your highlight video, ask something like, which play was your favorite? By asking the question, hopefully this generates more responses, which in then in turn increases the amount of interactions, which tells the algorithm to promote you to more people. Add polls, add quizzes, the sliding rating bar, which increases your engagement on your stories. These are all things to increase engagement, thus promoting you to more people. Make sure you're using relevant hashtags and profile tags. Hashtags can be your position, your graduating year, the type of play that's shown in the highlight, anything promotional from the event you're playing in. For example, if you're playing at one of the top court events, they have their own social media page. So specific hashtags from that event or tagging the tournament, right? Tagging the top court events, tagging the whatever the individual tournament is itself, because a lot of them will have their own hashtags or accounts, then it ties you and exposes you to more people at that event. When it comes to tagging people, tag your teammates, tag your team account, tag your club account, your recruiting director account, the tournament event you're in. But do not, I repeat, do not tag coaches or college coaches on your posts, right? We'll go about this more later, but as long as we're talking about tagging people, don't tag colleges. All right. And if you post something on a reel on Instagram or TikTok, you can add a topic to the video, not just hashtag. This topic option can be huge for visibility and it helps your videos go viral. It will feed into the app's algorithm and then you show up on feeds of people who like similar videos or have the same chosen topic. It's how some of your earlier reels received 200 likes while some new ones might receive over 4,000, right? Because here's a bonus. Coaches are going to want to learn about you as a person. So if you have created a volleyball-only account, the first thing the coach is going to do when trying to decide if you are a fit for their program is to follow your personal account. So if you can create authentic representation of you as a whole person, this saves a step. Plus, with a brand new NIL landscape available, building a holistic picture of yourself is key. That means not just selfies. And here's something, especially for you South Florida girls, be appropriate, right? That's where it goes back to an earlier point where we said this social media should be about you and where you want to go, not necessarily for your friends. You live in South Florida and you spend a lot of time at the beach. I get that. That's fun. Like I do too. But, and that's completely understandable, but be tasteful and be cautious when posting photos in bathing suits because there's a lot of coaches in the collegiate field that are men. 
And it can be extremely awkward and uncomfortable for them to follow social media accounts of underage girls who post themselves in their thong bikinis every weekend. So just be appropriate and make sure that, again, you're not setting yourself up with social media, like in terms of what you are right now, it's you're selling something. So make sure the posts and the things that you're giving are giving value and then giving the coaches an opportunity and then potentially brand deals, endorsements, NIL opportunities down the road. Number nine, borrow other people's viewers. What does that mean? Well, you can set an alert for when other athletes, high profile athletes, recruiting experts, recruiting services, tournaments, promoters, et cetera. When they post content, then you're alerted to it being posted and you can post a mindful response as early in the comments as possible. This provides you an opportunity for more people to see your insightful comment and then become a follower of yours as well. And by providing something interesting or of value, you can draw people to your account. Thus, more followers, more exposure, more potential recruiting impact. Now, remember, this isn't just about you and recruiting. It's also helping set up your brand for that future NIL that could be there. And NIL is something that we will have a conversation about. But basically, it means getting paid to do something. So if you have something that you love to do and you have people that follow you, there's an opportunity for that, right? So here we go to number 10. This is where we talked about do not tag individual coaches on your posts. Now, there's, there is one. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a minute. This is it purely a spray and pray tactic, which means you're just tagging people. It's not a good idea. Because what happens if a school is potentially interested in you, but you didn't tag them in a video? Do you really think that they're going to pursue you with interest? Well, it all kind of depends on how amazing you are. For example, if and you tagged all of my opponents and I could be potentially interested in you, what am I going to do that would make me reach out to you, right? Given that opportunity. If you are interested in a school and you would think of tagging them, the solution to that is sending them a message, the story, the post, the highlight, the video, whatever it may be, send it to the volleyball account directly in the DMs. Just don't tag them because you're only able to tag a certain number of people. And with our our goal of casting a wide net, you're not going to be able to tag everybody that you're interested in. Um, I saw one recently and I had a college coach take a snapshot of this and they sent it to me as a advice for to share with our athletes. There was an athlete who was in the state of Arkansas. And just like every state, there are colleges of all different levels, all different abilities within each division that may be in that state. And so this athlete from Arkansas had tagged, you know, like say, hey, the top in the school is University of Arkansas. They'd also tagged Arkansas State, another great D1. They had tagged some of the top division two schools, Arkansas Tech, Harding, UAFS. And then they also started tagging some of the division three schools, some of the NAIA schools. And so within that one video, those 15, 20 schools that were tagged you have from a very low-level NAIA school to a school at the top of the SEC. And so there's a large range of that that is wrong. Because if you're reaching out to 
the low level school and the best in the state and every school in between, you can't play for all those schools, right? Because if Arkansas is recruiting you and so is, you know, we'll just say Lion College, NAI school, if both schools are recruiting you, somebody's wrong. Either you can't go to Arkansas or you can't go to Lion and have an impact. It, it, it just doesn't work like that, right? But here is the disclaimer to this. Once you're committed to play for a school, then it's a great idea to tag the school in videos, posts, and et cetera, as you continue to show off your excitement for the program that you're committed to and continuing to increase your reach and build your brand. And if you attend a summer camp or a clinic at a school, or you go on a visit and you go and watch a game on campus, then you sharing your experience about your time on campus at the camp, you know, walking around in the gym, videos from the game, then yes, then it is a great idea to tag the school because that's where you just were. That's relevant. So if you're there saying, hey, I had a chance to come on an official visit. I, you know, came to, for example, where we are in South Florida. We went to FAU and watched the match. Loved the game environment. Why not tag the people you went with, your teammates? Why not tag the school, the coaching staff? And at that point, because you are in the gym of an individual school, you can kind of share that excitement, share that experience. And who knows, maybe somebody responds on there and you have interactions with them, right? But you sharing that individual experience is something where that's okay, but not just on a highlight video of you that you played at MEQ this past weekend and you're tagging individual colleges. That's not a good idea. Now, remember, this whole recruiting process isn't just about you. It's about the value that you bring to your future college team and coaches are going to evaluate you to see how your skills, your strengths, personality, and your opportunities best fits the need of their team. And it's all about how you fit into their puzzle. You are not a standalone unicorn puzzle piece. Even the best players that we have in our program, even the best players in the country, they have to fit the puzzle based on what the coach values and what the team needs. Keep in mind, you getting recruited comes down to an opportunity to be evaluated to see if you would be a good fit for your team. And once you understand this, that really goes a long way. So again, making sure that you are just simply doing these things to optimize your profile, have your grad name, position, jersey number, post video clips that are vertical when possible, always high quality and six to 30 seconds long, post pictures, right? Try to post something every day, post frequently, right? Tag teammates, use hashtags, follow the people that you're interested in, interact with their profile posts, interact with their videos, build a community, have conversations. It's okay to something and disagree with it. It doesn't always have to be, no, if somebody posts something, it's okay to ask questions. Show coaches that you're interested and have insight, have depth, and increase engagement with your posts by things that you, that you post, right? And then borrow other people's viewers. Don't tag colleges on your videos, on your posts, on your stories until you're committed to them. Then you are now part of their program. It's okay to post that and promote that, right? And it's not about you. It's about you fitting in to what the college coaches need a part of their team. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you have questions, if you have comments, you want to know more information, reach out and I'm happy to help.
All right. Thank you for listening today. This is Coach Scora signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Down the Line. If you enjoyed today's show, we would greatly appreciate it if you could take a moment and leave us a rating and a review on your preferred listening platform. Your feedback helps us to continually make improvements to give you a better listening experience and allows us to bring some more impactful guests onto the show. Also, if you could share this episode with a friend or teammate who you think could benefit from the content we covered today, this helps us help you achieve your goal of playing volleyball in college. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode soon. In the meantime, thank you for being a part of our tribe.